Hi, welcome to Go Tell Mom. I'm Diana Kelly, and I've been momming for several decades, including tending my fur babies, kids I gave birth to, kids I mentored as a broadcaster and college instructor, my kids' friends, and my friends. I'm not a psychologist or doctor, but I do know how to dig up advice from those who are, and that's what I'll share with you. If you have something to share with me, remark, comment, question, please comment below. It seems like the family splits in several different directions when the kids return to school. New friendships develop, sometimes between parents as well as between kids. I remember my daughter playing baseball. She didn't want to play softball and sitting with a couple of moms at practice watching our kids go through their drills. We'd share snacks and stories and concern over the inevitable injuries and advice on how to treat them. It was a nice bonding time. In fact, at the end of the season, the moms made sure that the coaches gave my daughter, the only girl on the team, a special pink bat. Kids are often bonding over sports. They also bond in clubs. I remember when I was editor of my high school yearbook, I'd bring my section editors over to my house to hash over layouts and text and art and photos. My mom was usually in the kitchen fixing us snacks and coffee. My addiction to coffee was directly connected to afternoons like these when I was home from school and mom was home from work and someone was joining us for a coffee clutch. There was always laughing involved along with smart-ass remarks from all sides. I had some pretty diverse and perverse friends. Kids learn about themselves when they're involved with others in some fun and interesting activity. Childdevelopmentinfo.com points out that hobbies are a handy way to get children into a club or group down the road. Hobbies give a child a chance to express themselves and build their self-esteem. But kids learn how to be hobbyists through their parents. And family hobbies can help draw a family together at the end of the day. You just have to pick the right one. Sometimes that involves trial and error. My dad had been an Eagle Scout and got my brother involved in scouting. Or maybe I should say he cheered on mom when she was a den mother. Mom was great when it came to things like tying knots and studying stars. But one of the hallmarks of scouting is camping trips. And it was there she put her foot down. Oh, dad tried to get her to go camping, saying it would be good for the family. And mom was usually a good sport about trying anything once. They rented a camper and we all piled in one weekend. I don't remember where we went, except there were woods involved, lots of bugs, washing facilities in a restroom with walls that didn't go all the way to the floor so they could hose off the concrete, and sleeping bags into which my brother threatened to stuff a frog or a spider. I don't remember which. I just remember I was traumatized. And I also remember that no one slept, including mom and dad. And mom made reference to a mattress as soft as a rock. Dinner was fish we caught in the lake and cooked over an open fire, which sounds almost romantic, right? Except for baiting the hooks with worms, which I was actually proud of being able to do without squirming too much, and cutting the heads off the fish. Nope, not me. Gutting them and descaling them. I don't even remember how they tasted. I just know I was personally responsible for their deaths. So mom and my little sister and I took a hard pass the next time a camping trip was suggested. Again, when you ponder activities for the whole family, the word yuck should not be part of the conversation, unless all parties involved like that word. On the other hand, Halloween was always a Kelly family specialty. Dad always had something cooked up to surprise trick-or-treaters. One year, he dressed up in a devil costume and flicked on a flashlight under his face and gave a devil laugh that would give Vincent Price a run for his money. Seriously, he had three-year-olds quaking in their stormtrooper boots. Good thing they didn't know he was affable Mr. Kelly who cranked out homemade ice cream every summer or they'd be sidestepping away from him. 
Another time, Dad rigged up a zip line from the attic window to the bottom of the front porch and had a bat basket deliver treats. My sibs and I would go trick-or-treating with my grandfather about a half hour after the fun started, while Mom did candy stocking patrol. Every year, we'd huddle at the dinner table a week before Halloween and try to figure out what fun thing we could do to terrify the neighbor kids. By the time I hit my teens, I was helping out with the Fear Factor stuff and actually having a better time than trick-or-treating. I tried passing that on to my kids as both a hobby and family tradition. They were definitely into decking the house with cobwebs and playing scary music, but I wound up doing the door-answering deal while their dad took them house to house. Didn't stop me from wearing a spooky costume, though. Some hobbies suggested in the Chicago Tribune for family bonding include learning a foreign language, which none of my brood wanted to do, photography. Everyone in my household growing up loved that hobby, but there was only so much you could do with the brownie camera. And gardening. I loved to garden, and my mom and I tried to get a little garden growing in our backyard. Dad dug it up for us and also dug up a patch in the side yard for a tomato garden for him and my brother to start. The side yard got just the right amount of rays and they got a decent crop. No one in the neighborhood had to see the not terribly attractive wooden poles used to grow the tomatoes on. The hedge was too high on that side, which made mom happy. Unfortunately, the backyard did not have enough sun to make a large crop of flowers happy, so the flower garden didn't work for the whole family. But it did create an interest in flower growing for my sister and me. And when we both had our own yards, we planted the flowers we would have wanted to have thrived when we were kids. Gardening is a great interest for kids interested in the way things grow. My neighbor down the street moved in about a year ago. I see her once in a while in her yard when I'm walking my dogs and we say hi. But a couple of weeks ago, I noticed she had a huge vine growing under her tree. So the next time I was promenading with the pups, we stopped and chatted. She was so excited. She's a teacher at one of the local elementary schools and she and her family had dumped some pumpkin seeds out on the ground the Halloween the year before under the tree and they started growing. So now she has pumpkins and she plans to take the seeds left over from this crop of pumpkins and have her kids in her class grow them at home, starting them on their gardening adventure. Working in a garden can help kids and grown-ups maintain a healthy weight, get a good night's sleep, fight stress, and improve their self-esteem. Healthline.com says it can also increase your intake of vitamin D, the sunshine vitamin. Watching something grow together makes a great family project. Volunteering is also a great family project. It makes kids aware of the community with family participation. My radio station introduced me to the St. Jude Radiothon, where we would urge listeners to raise money for St. Jude Children's Research Hospitals. My partner and I went out to visit the hospital and told our kids about it when we got back. For several years, they'd grab some of their friends and man the phone bank for a couple of hours while their parents were on the air. I made a trek out to the hospital campus again one time with my daughter after her dad and I had split up and it was kind of a healing experience for both of us, knowing we'd be helping out other families with the annual Radiothon. Family hobbies don't have to be that intense or time-consuming. I have friends who love to put together jigsaw puzzles as a family, kind of a big-picture experience for everyone involved. I have another friend who loved collecting rocks and her husband and son got involved in it too. Then there's hiking, which I consider a concession to camping for those who want to have the family family outdoor experience and good exercise and you can go at your own pace. I've seen deer out on a walk along with bunnies and other gentler forms of wildlife. Just make sure when you're heading out on a trail that you know where it leads and what wildlife you could bump into out there. If bears have been spotted in the woods and some have been where I live, tread carefully. 
One thing we never did get around to doing in my family was dog training. I've been mommy to six fur babies, four of whom I lost to health conditions, usually old age. But beyond housebreaking and walking on a leash, I really didn't teach them tricks. My kids just weren't interested. But obedience training and tricks can engage you and your family in problem-solving skills and creativity and boost your confidence as pet owners. Plus, it makes both the kids and the pets happy. On the whole, bringing your family together with a hobby serves a sneaky purpose. You're using a project to mask the fact that you're together as one unit, doing some bonding that will last decades after the school years. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode of Go Tell Mom, where we chew on stuff that you talk about with your mom, or maybe not. I'm Diana Kelly. If there's something you want brought up, something you want to add, comment below, and I'll be back next week.